0: nobody wins unless everybody wins this is your time we're in this game
1: an impossible goal these guys are good scary good and this crowd is going bananas as they say in hockey let's do that hockey hello everybody and welcome to line change the nhl betting podcast from the action network My name is Michael Liebhoff. I am the hockey editor here at Action. Joining me, as always, is my friend, the professional better known on gambling Twitter as SoMoneySports. And as usual, SoMoney and I will start the show with our favorite underdog bet for uh, the upcoming slate. That's Tuesday, March 29th. And as usual, it's the Ottawa Senators. They are plus 185, (laughs) taking on the Nashville Predators, who are minus 225 on the money line. The over-under here is six. Uh, This game is taking place in Nashville. I think it's a good spot to back the Senators against a Predators team whose strengths for the first 50 games of the season were a great goaltender in in Usaros and a stingy defense that did enough in front of him to keep uh, Nashville in games. That just hasn't really been the case uh, for this team lately. They've not been bad in terms of their results, but the underlying stuff is a little concerning uh, when you look at their defensive metrics enter an Ottawa team that has been a little unlucky offensively and maybe do for a little positive regression in that regard. And I think you got a pretty good recipe for an upset here at a big number.
0: Yeah. I, I'm completely on the same, same page with you here. Also with Nashville. Um, one thing that has stood out for me and we've touched on this a few episodes ago is how their totals just find a way to go over, even with the quality goaltending that, that uh, Soros has uh, provided them. And that just goes to show to your point that their defensive metrics have been concerning and no matter how good your goalie is, you still need some, some sort of team defense in front of you. So I agree with you. I think that Nashville, um, there's, they leave a lot to be desired. And, um, and they get by sometimes with their, on the back of their goaltending. But um, Ottawa, they should have Forsberg. We, we know we're high on Forsberg. Um, and I'm inclined to bet the Senators here as well.
1: It'll be interesting to see where this uh, number goes. But yeah, like I said, Nashville—they are three and three in their last six, but they've allowed 27 goals against in, in that time frame. So, uh, just something's something's amiss down there defensively, and we'll see if they get it sorted before the playoffs. If if they get in, they do look uh, likely to to do so. On that note, we'll move on to the rest of the card for for Tuesday night. It it's a it's a weird one, and uh, the first game that we'll talk about is definitely one of the uglier ones on the board. The Montreal Canadiens are a big price. They're plus 310, traveling to Florida to take on the Panthers, who are minus 425. The over-under here is 6.5. The Panthers coming back down uh, home after losing to the Maple Leafs in Toronto Sunday night. I, I mean, it's tempting, the price on Montreal, just because of the effort they've been giving under Mark St. Louis. They're 10-7-3 with some famous wins in that span. Um, but it's just the, the matchup against Florida is, is rough, considering – the Canadians' defensive and, and goaltending issues. So, I mean, never say never, but I'll probably be passing on this one.
0: Yeah, I I wanted to get behind the Habs here, but with the with the defense and goaltending, it's not it's it's not a good combination. Uh, playing a Panthers team that's. Uh, That's coming back home after a road trip. Um, Even the game that they played last week, it was a deceiving final score. The final score is at 4-3, but I didn't score that game that closely. I thought that the Panthers had the clear edge in that game. I would expect uh, Jake Allen against Bobrovsky. And unless if there's any surprises on that front, um, I will be passing here as well.
1: The New York Islanders, they're minus 140, traveling to Columbus uh, to take on the Blue Jackets. The Jackets are plus 120 at home. The over-under here, 6 Ilya Sorokin, who's been in great form in goal for the Islanders, uh, has a upper body injury. There's murmurs that it's a concussion and he might be out a little bit. So it will be Simeon Varlamov in goal uh, for the Islanders. And it's just, I think the number's too rich on, on the Isles here. They've been all right, but that uh, their best stretch of hockey of the season came to a screeching halt when they had to punch up against Boston and Tampa and a back-to-back and lost both those games. The, the Tampa Bay game was, was relatively even. I thought until the third period when the lightning start to get some separation, coincidentally Sorokin left the game in between the second and third period. So I think it's, it's a, it's a sleepy spot for the Islanders here. The, the season's over and the blue jackets, uh, they're, they're a feisty bunch. They can score. So, and the Islanders defense has been a little, little wonky of late. So it's probably blue jackets or nothing for me here, but I'll uh, wait for a bigger number if I can get one on Columbus.
0: Yeah. The Islanders have played a lot of hockey lately and, uh, and and we saw it seem to catch up to them there in the in, in the third period of the Tampa game where they just had no legs. Um, this year um, against Columbus is their seventh game now in um, eleven nights. It does put them in a tough spot here against a Columbus team that I feel that has played relatively well recently, even though even though the results haven't been there, um, give or take a couple of uh, clunkers that they've thrown in there. But for the most part, I haven't really had an issue with with their play. With what we expect to see, uh, Varlamov and Golder, even though he's a second option, he's uh, he's quietly put together a good season after after a rough start. And, um, I think that Merzlikens should be starting for Columbus, who's struggled all season. And I keep waiting for him to kind of turn it around. He's shown flashes here and there, but for the most part, he's he's struggled all season in the end. The Columbus goaltending form will ultimately keep me off the current number. But like you, um, I do expect the Isles to take some money. And if they drift a little more, then I can see myself on the jackets here.
1: At the other end of the standings, the Carolina Hurricanes, they're plus 120 on a back to back, the second I have a back to back. Traveling to Tampa Bay to take on the Bolts, who are minus one forty. The over under here is five and a half. Tampa Bay, uh, two wins on the spin for them after a stretch of uh, a three game losing streak and a two and six stretch. And then the, the Hurricanes, they were two three and two entering Monday night uh, before a win. But I think with both teams, the the records are not that important in terms of you know how, how they've actually been playing. Carolina, especially, they've been playing really well lately. Um, but the, the spot is tough here, especially with Freddie Anderson starting on Monday night, meaning we'll probably see Auntie Ranta against uh, Andre Bezilevsky on Tuesday. I want to get behind the Canes here, uh, but the goaltending matchup is a little concerning. I'm going to wait and uh, likely be on Carolina, but let's just see where where this number goes.
0: Yeah, the Lightning just, uh, they they continue to kind of prod along here in the, in the latter stages of the season, uh, just getting wins when they need to. Uh, by turning up their their level of play when it's required of them. Um, Keynes, you mentioned on a back-to-back, so we are on a anti-Ranta watch here. Um, I don't actually show poor numbers on Ranta, but but the market will push this total up when when it's confirmed. So we might be able to get um, a good price on the under with Vasilevsky probable. Um, however, I will say I do have one note on this total here that uh, when these teams played last week, uh, the over took a lot of money throughout the day. Um, the game itself was actually played to the over even though the final score stayed under. So um, I'm, I'm interested in, um, in, in the market behavior on this total. I think that That'll be something to um keep an eye on, and of course we need to uh, monitor who the Kings will uh, will be starting in goal as well, which is gonna impact the market as well
1: and it's the type of game where like this is the NHL so it's not gonna be heavily bet regardless of what's happening. It could be Stanley Cup game seven and uh people still find a way to bet more on you know a tuesday night nBA game but uh in terms of the NHL media spotlight, it'll be pretty heavy on this game considering what happened between these two teams at the end of their last game seven days ago with the uh, Nikita Kucherov, Sebastian Ajo, and the, the benches clearing. It was it was quite a quite a spectacle. And uh, teams, teams seem to get up for the Lightning. Makes sense because they are the two-time defending champs, and they do get under other teams' skin. So this game should get a lot of media hype, and we'll see, like you said, where the market goes. Uh, for it should be a good one. Carolina and Tampa Bay. One that likely won't be as good, that's the Philadelphia Flyers. They're plus 220. Traveling to Minnesota, take on the Red Hot Wild. They're minus 275. The over-under here is 6.5. Minnesota, uh, for the for most part of the season, I was surprised with where their defensive numbers were. They weren't great. That's changed. They've been really good lately. Uh, 1.74 expected goals against for 60 minutes at 5-on-5, five five, according to Evolving Hockey over the last 15 games. So they're back to being the Minnesota Wild we expected to see earlier in the season. So um, nothing for me here. Uh, just don't trust the Flyers enough to score, and enough to, to keep this one close.
0: Yeah, they're in a tough scheduling spot too here with uh, with it being 4-6 and six here for them. And in the last game of a road trip, but this has already been captured in the line here with the, with the premium that's been added to the wild, the win against Colorado. um, It was a bit lucky, but like you said, overall, the, the wild are in very good form right now. And one thing I will say that if they're starting to get goaltending now, um, this is going to be a very scary team in the playoffs.
1: Yeah. I I think I've always been kind of skeptical on the wild in terms of their, their long-term viability in the market. But that's starting to change a little bit. I think that they are starting to be a little bit more attractive in future markets, and definitely a team that, if when they play Colorado or Calgary in a in a series, price will will definitely be interesting. Um, as long as they kind of maintain this form and stay healthy. Speaking of uh, those big dogs, Calgary and Colorado. Calgary's hosting the Avalanche. Uh, the Avs are minus 105. Calgary minus 115 at home. The over under here is six and a half this is uh this is gonna be an interesting one to watch too because i think everybody would agree that in, on a neutral venue all things being equal colorado would be the favorite here and a lot of people will look at the minus105 being them being a short underdog and maybe just flock to them uh against calgary even, even though we know the flames are have have shown to be an elite team this season uh so i'm, I'm interested to see, see where this one goes I, I wouldn't be surprised i guess if these odds flip or at least tighten a little bit um, as long as the goal hitting matchup is, is what we think it's going to be with Kemper and Markstrom. Uh, but in terms of a, a betting perspective, this game is more interesting to me just to watch what the market does rather than to play it. Cause I, I don't see much of an edge in this heavyweight battle.
0: I don't see an edge in this game either. Um, like you mentioned uh, Colorado, they are the better team right now um, and a 50, 50 line on the road um, that that does make sense. Um, I will wait to see, like you, where where the market goes. Basically, if at any point either team becomes a dog, I'm going to bet the dog uh, because I in Calgary, I, I have this game 50-50. I, I, I don't see an edge at all in this game.
1: All right, uh, before we get to top shelf bets, our favorite bets for Tuesday, March the 29th, we'll talk about the Dallas Stars. They're minus 165, traveling to the pond to take on the Ducks. They're plus 145. The over-under here is five and a half. Uh, this is probably of all the games on the slate, the one that I have the least amount to say. Uh, I don't. I just. It looks to me like a four-two win, straightforward type of game for for Dallas against a Ducks team that is floundering. They've thrown in the towel on the season and, and signaled that they're just going to continue to rebuild. Uh, and John Gibson in goal has just been really poor uh, for the past few weeks. So, don't have uh, much faith in Anaheim as an underdog right now. They're definitely not the team that they were. Through the first three months of the season, and you just never know what you're going to get out of the stars. So laying minus one sixty five on them is unappealing to me. So it's an easy pass.
0: Yeah, and we and we are at the point in the season now where there is a premium for these uh, so-called must-win games. Um, I am seeing that here. But the problem, like you mentioned, is that it's really tough backing the Ducks right now. One note I have here is that uh, Miro in uh, practiced fully on Monday morning. And of course, if he suits up, it's going to give the Stars a big boost. And if he's in, they're going to take some money in the market. I think that the Stars, um, they'll become a bigger favorite in the morning, but it would need to be just an obnoxious number for me to get involved with the Ducks right now.
1: All right. On that note, we'll move to top shelf bets, our favorite bets for Tuesday, March 29th. Top shelf,
0: where mama hides the uh, Let's start
1: with you. You're looking at Rangers, they're plus one forty five, and Penguins minus one sixty five. But you're actually looking at the total, which is right now sits at six.
0: Yeah, and this is a this is a very interesting game for me, especially considering they just uh, they just played last week uh, for the Penguins. Uh, poor Red Wings. After a couple of losses by the Penguins, they just took out all their frustrations on Detroit on Sunday. You could just see that that was that just got, got out of hand really quickly. Um, it is tough to um, get a read on their previous meeting last week, uh, just because it was such a weird start. With the Rangers going up multiple goals early, it changed the dynamic of the rest of the game. Um, also, Malkin didn't play in that game either. Full credit to the Rangers for the win, but... Um, there's not much to take away from the game since the Rangers, we all know, they're not a four-goal win better than the Penguins right now. I assume that Shesterkin will start, uh, but we'll need confirmation because it is a back-to-back. Uh, there's no reason to not go to Shesterkin here and Georgiev the next night in Detroit, but um, you just never know. Um, assuming that we get Igor against Jari, um, I will be on the under here.
1: I will say I, w- I was a little surprised to see this line open and sit at where it is right now with uh, Pittsburgh at minus 165 and the Rangers at plus 145, just because of what you said with, with, the, with the way they played the last game. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, like you, I, I, I don't think there's too much value either way. I think Rangers are nothing uh, if you're looking at a money line. For me, uh, my favorite bet for Tuesday is actually a total. I like the under six in Boston and Toronto. The Bruins are home. They're minus 130. The Leafs plus 110 on the road. The over-under here, as I said, is sitting at six. Over the last month, Boston ranked second in expected goals against per 60 minutes at five on five. Toronto is actually third in that metric. So, it's the Leafs defense has been playing well. The goaltending is what's been letting them down. I do think that there are some flaws to Toronto's defensive structure and the chances they give up on the rush and in, in, in the slot. And they do tend to play uh, to go teams into track meets. And that is why you see some crooked scores uh, in the final score of Leafs games. Boston is just not the type of team to get uh, that will accept the invitation to play in that kind of match. So, uh, I'll take the Bruins and the Leafs under six. I do think that Boston is a little tempting here on the money line they're red hot their predictive metrics look really really good it's just maybe a little little too expensive so I'll look at the under instead
0: yeah for me well well firstly look at you playing totals that's a uh, that's thats awesome yeah. um it 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 is gonna be a pass for me right now um it, it is a very interesting game because uh the, the Bruins are playing at such a high level right now against the Leafs team who, like you mentioned, I I don't feel that they have been playing poorly. It's just aside from their goaltending continuously letting them down. They haven't been getting the results consistently, but that's what happens when you have to deal with below average goaltending. Um, I would expect Boston to take some money since the Leafs goaltending issues are always on top of mind. And, and of course, we have a mismatch here with whoever the Leafs play against, um, Swayman, who's been confirmed for the Bruins. So I think that the... Them as a home favorite um, minus one thirty ish is fair, um, but we'll see how far the the Bruins move. Um, but at this point, um, I'll be passing on this game. But of course, I'm going to be chewing on your under because that's because that's great. You're playing a
1: not only a total but an under. A changed man. I am a changed, changed man. This <laughs> NHL season has completely warped my mind. Uh, so here I am. Yep, betting the under here, Bruins and Leafs. And on that note, uh, we'll wrap up this episode of Line Change. And uh, we wish you the best of luck with all your bets on Tuesday, March 29th. And we will see you on Thursday, April 1st.